the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Worship the Lord God and His blessings be on your food and water, and He'll take away sickness among you, know, be barren, and He'll give us a long lifespan. I thank you for Exodus 23, 25, and 26, O oh Lord, because that is what your word stands for, and we stand on your word. Help each and every one of these listeners to grow and prosper and be the best they can be. And that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Quick story to that. Uh, pastor was coming to my Bible study, and uh, he told me that he had a church, a large church in San Antonio, which was true, and that whenever the ladies were pregnant, that he would have them pray that over themselves and their family every day. Well, I had an employee that came to me one day, a young man, and he'd been married a couple of years, and he was in tears. And I said, what's wrong? He said, my wife's pregnant. I said, I'm, that's tears of joy. And he said, no, she's never supposed to have babies. She's going to die if she has this baby. And she's not. we're not going to abort it. And there's a chance she's going to die. The doctors say that she's going to die and the baby's going to die. And I said, well, here, read this scripture every morning, every night. And be faithful with it and read it together. Well, let me tell you, they had a healthy child. And it was God's word that I believe and they believed that it worked. Now, they wasn't going to church. Actually, they didn't even believe in Jesus Christ. But God's word is so true. And so then what happens a couple of years later? He's back in there crying again. They said, for sure she cannot live through this. I said, hey, it worked the last time. Go to praying it every morning, read it every morning, write out your Bible, and, and, you know, stay with it. She's got another healthy child. So think about that, Exodus 23, 25, and 26. I do it every day because I want a long lifespan, and that's what the Word will stand and tell. But how many times do we use the Word? How many times do we learn and grow? How many opportunities do we have? My life has changed tremendously due to accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It's changed my thinking, my emotions, my desires, and my feelings. What masters, I sent out a text, what masters you? Does your desires, your emotions, your decision-making, your purchasing, does, does that master you? Does that control you? You know, we think that we're free. We think that uh, we we get a chance to make the free choices that we want to make. But a person is a slave to whatever controls him or her. Many believe that freedom means they can do whatever they want to. And really, as it, with the faith that we have in Jesus Christ and in the faith that we know that we're going to live forever, and I've talked about that many a time about the spirit that you're accepting and what I'm talking about and what you listen to, everybody. That spirit, it, my body feels 69, but my spirit feels 20. That's what's going to live forever. And so... You're a slave to whatever controls you, and you believe that freedom means doing anything that you want. But nobody is ever completely free in the sense that you're a slave to your emotions, desires. But can your pocketbook and budget afford it and pay for it? 
if we submit our lives to Christ, we will be free from slavery to our desires and emotions. Car dealers, car salesmen, everybody in the business, and really you get to thinking about all the commercials out there, are directed at you to help you make them money, help you get your emotions fired up, your desires fired up. And if you're not mentally, physically, spiritually ready, you're going to have a battle, a real battle. Because lots of times they're going to, I'd say 98% of the time, a car salesman, if you let them with the desires, with the emotions, with the feelings, will put you in something your budget, your bank account, bank account can't afford. And they'll switch you to put you in something that you didn't intend to buy that fits your family needs. So if you're enslaved to these emotions and these desires and these feelings, You'll end up purchasing something that you don't intend to and you can't afford. So that's why prayer is very important in everything that we do. Steve Sorensen, one of my mentors, says that him and his wife pray about something and usually go over 24 hours before making a purchase. I've learned that in my lifespan of doing that. Give us a call, uh, 210-340-9585, 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. Love to talk to you. Also, right after the second half, I'll give you, uh, get a pen and paper. I'll give you my mobile number. That way you can call me. 95% of my business right now is giving back. Yes, I buy from y'all. I, I buy from the listeners. I sell to the listeners. We do business through the through the because of the radio ministry. But I want to walk that narrow path to telling the truth, doing it right, being the best I can be. So, and there's a million different questions, a million different situations, a million things going on. And so that's what we want for you. I want to answer your questions, be the best, help you in your situations. Sometimes we get in these situations, and you'll hear, I've got another radio station that everybody calls in on. We had 14 callers last week. But uh, the phone number here is 210-340-9585. I'll give that again in about five minutes. That way people can call in. And what you're asking, there's other people like that out there in that same situation are close to it. So, so many people said that I've had this question that person had. I had the same question. Or something's going through my life that I don't understand. And what the dealer's done to me. And why I wasn't prepared. And what do I need to do next time. And you need to go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process. Number one, find out what your car's worth. Describe the car to me online or give me a call. I'll go ahead and give my number, 830 708 Four seven eight nine. That's eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. And I'll give it again. And there's so many different situations that fit everybody. I mean, that's why they make so many different cars. But our emotions jump up, and we see somebody else has got something, and then we listen to them. You know, and how many times do somebody lie about a vehicle? It happens every day. The salespeople lie about it. The commercials lie about it. Right now, I'm, uh, they're trying to convince you to get in. They want you inside that door at any price because they can sign you on that contract. Now, if you're wanting to buy a new vehicle, I can get you a new Chevrolet at the best price delivered to your door. Ford, Cadillac, Lincoln, um, it just goes on and on. Dodge, Jeep. I can get about everything you need delivered to your door. No F&I battle. Uh, get exactly what you want. 85. Now, this is the Manufacturers and the Dealers Association figure. 85% of the people don't buy what they intend to buy when they walk in the door. Why? Because the salesperson is trained to sell you something they make more money on. Sell you something that's old, old age list that's got a bonus on it. Sell you something that that 
probably is not exactly what you want. I, we've had I've had so many people tell me that recently. Man, you're right, Randy. I walked in there, I was buying this, and I was at this price, and I wanted this. And time I walked out, I bought lady from Seguin about a year ago. Went into an Austin dealer, had this great, fantastic price on the one that she wanted. And they convinced her that her credit was not very good. They convinced her that her budget would fit this unit. And after eight hours, eight full hours, she said, I was ready to sign anything to get out of there. Now she's regretting it. She signed that contract that put her in debtor's prison, and she got lucky it was only seven years instead of eight, nine, or ten, the way they're trying to do it. And then she goes and finds out that her credit's excellent. And that she deserved a lot better rate. She got it refinanced, but now she's driving a unit that she didn't intend to buy. Not the size that she wanted. Not what she could afford. Not what she deserved because due to her credit and, and the money she had saved. And they didn't give her anything for a trade. And they got all the cash they could get out of her. So, I mean, you got to be mentally, physically, and spiritually prayed up, ready to go into a battle. Because you'll end up buying something that you can't afford. And this lady spent 25000 on a vehicle when she could have bought a fully equipped one that she wanted bigger size for twenty six, twenty seven, and paid less because of interest. Now she's had to refinance, and she's living with something that she don't like. And, of course, she went back to trade it in when she found out her credit was better, and she got it refinanced. But, oh, no, they didn't want to give her nothing for the one that she just bought. They explained to her when she went over the curb, she lost $5,000. That $5,000 mostly was profit to the dealer. The dealer slammed her for a big profit, sold her a lot cheaper, ill-equipped unit. So you got to be mentally, physically, and spiritually. She didn't know what her trade's worth, so they, they picked up a couple of thousand there. So go to LandonToBuyAndSellCars.com, follow the easy process, describe your car. I'll tell you what I'll give for it. Disable bet yesterday I bought his non-running 91 Nissan hardbody 4x4 that had been sitting while he was deployed. And he brought it back in there, and I bought the unit. It needs some work getting it up and going. It'd be a good project for me and my son or something. It's a possibility if I don't sell it. But, uh, you know, he needed it out of his life. He needed to simplify his life. He's uh, injured, and he's going through stuff here in San Antonio. God bless him. I thank him for serving our, our country, and he's a great young man. So then go to our website, learn to buy and sell cars.com, and go to just follow the easy process of buying. It's, this is the basics. We're going to start really working on going to the next level. Plus, I want you to listen to my radio shows. Plus, we're, we're trying to do more often blogs. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find time and put the right words and handle it right for you. But go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process. First off, go get your credit score. FTC.gov is the safest place to go. That's FrankTommyCharles.gov. FrankTommyCharles.com, FTC. Find out what your credit score is. Look at your credit. Look at it hard. See if there's any issues. See if there's any mistakes. See if there's some minor stuff that you need to get paid or some stuff that you paid and they didn't take off. So study your credit really, really hard. Get it straight. Get it ready for the next situation, which is when you're getting ready to buy. After you've got it cleaned up and if you you need some help cleaning your credit up, I've got a guy in Corpus that works with people here in San Antonio. Excellent guy. Used to work for Dave Ramsey. Give me a call. I gave it out the other day. A guy called me. He said, I need some help. And he called me and I gave him his phone number. His his name's uh, Peterson. And uh, good guy. And he's helped so many people. And he can help you or your, somebody in your family. After you've got that done... Then figure out what you're going to buy and go talk to your mechanic. Look it up online. Go online. Go to Consumer Report, and that's not 100% accurate. Go everything. See if there's any issues. Look up the factory recommendations. See if there's any recalls. A little work will save you a little money. A whole lot of work saves you a lot of money. 
So you want to be prepared on that next purchase. Find out what's got issues not. Talk to a parts house. What do you sell a lot of? I bought a part here about six months ago. I walked in there, and we needed it right away for the vehicle. So I went down there myself to pick it up, and I asked him if they had it in stock. And he said, oh, yeah, we keep a bunch of them. This goes out all the time, and it's a problem. Well, it's not a problem for us because it's a simple fix. The part's cheap. But it might be a problem for somebody else. I got uh, I bought a vehicle the other day, and the dealership told the people, the, and they pulled it out of there, that their motor was bad. And it wasn't. The motor wasn't bad, but the dealership convinced them it was bad. Well, they're wanting to sell new units. They sold them a new unit, and they offered them almost nothing for the trade. I bought it, and I got blessed because it was an easy fix. I was gambling on it, came in, and it was an easy fix. But, you know, if the people would have brought it to me, and we looked at it, and I figured it out, but online, I, I was buying a pig in a poke, you know, and but it worked out for me. And next time the people come to me, I'm going to make sure we figure out exactly what they need. The good part about it is they could afford a new one, and they wanted to buy a new one, and it didn't matter to them. But get that get that information down. Get a second opinion. Look out what's going on on it. After you figure that out, figure out what you're going to buy, uh, get over Find out what you're going to spend. Talk to your bank. Talk to your credit union. Find out what interest rate it's going to be. Find out what total amount's going to be, how much you're going to pay, how long you're going to pay it. Make it fit your budget. Make it fit your your lifestyle and your family. Get it all together. Get all this information together. Now that you've got your, you know, what your loan's going to be, what the interest rate's going to be, how long you're going to pay, then start searching. You can search the Internet. Cars Guru is a great website. I love them, but, but there's some issues in this deal because they're computer people, not car people. Let me tell you something. A super nice, well-taken-care-of, low-mileage car brings a lot more than what the book says or the, the value says it is by even my my auction report because really nice cars are hard to find. So if you've got one you're looking at and even cars gurus don't say it's a great deal. Look at it, research it, make sure it is the right vehicle because they're worth more money. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. It's 210-340-9585. Baron Wiley, the, my manager, told me to put the phone number out a bunch, and mine too, so I will that too a little later. So give us a call, 210-340-9585. And so... You know, now that you've got an idea, you're searching, hey, research the person you're buying it from. I had a guy call me the other day on the radio station, another one. He said, yeah, I was over at this dealership, and I, I didn't feel very comfortable. I just told him, I don't do business with that dealership. I did before, but uh, I don't do it anymore. Um, you know, Life's too short to deal with people who want to lie to you, cheat you, and you're always having to be on guard for. Yeah, they have great units, but in fact, in this dealership, most of them's in consignment because they've done wrong a lot of times. Let's put it that way. So you got to know who you're dealing with, who you're buying it from. Make sure you got everything in writing. Write everything down. Take a calculator. Um, talk to a good friend of mine about buying a lease vehicle that his wife bought before they got married. And the lease is up, and it's a good buy, and we walk through what he should do and how he should do it. Because, you know, this is something. That's why I'm writing the next book, The Big Secret, and I'm trying to get my other one finalized and published. But The Big Secret. How can, how can, how do we keep everybody in the dark about purchasing vehicles? And it happens every day. I've got a song by Johnny Cash I play on my other radio station. Good news travels like wildfire. Bad news travels slow. They all call me wildfire everywhere I go. Well, it's kind of funny, though. In the car business, the bad dealers continue in business. The bad dealers continue to treat people wrong. And it 
continues on and on and on. I know some people have been in this town in business 30 years, and they lie and they cheat and they do stuff like that, and they're still in business. That's the big secret. Are we ashamed that we've made a bad purchase? Are we ashamed that we've done wrong? Well, are we ashamed that the vehicle hadn't outran the, the note at the bank? What are we ashamed about? You know, what did we learn from the last? I know some guys, and they, they convince you they're going to help you this next time. Oh, I'm so sorry about that vehicle. But come on back in. And they do it to them again. You know, the old car saying is, you got to make money on your friends. Your enemies don't come around. Well, that's the truth. You know, so the big secret in the car business is, does everybody, the American way is to have a car payment? The best kind of car is paid for a car. The best kind of car is one that fits your budget, the one you've decided on. Not let a snotty-nosed salesperson convince you that that's the one you need. They they get these guys and they sell their friends and neighbors and everybody else, and they're well-trained, and we have so many, so many classes in schools that go to it. Now, after you've found the vehicle you're wanting, you've talked to your mechanic, you've checked it out real well, you know what your trade's worth, and be prepared for a battle when it comes to signing that contract. Know exactly what the figures are, what's legal and not legal. There's a lot of add-ons dealers put on there that's not legal. There's a lot of stuff that's in the gray area, but there's not enough investigators that investigate new car dealers. Now, there's only like 20 for the whole state of used car dealers. There's like total 28,000 dealers in Texas. Now, how can 20 guys... Check all this stuff. Right now, big, what's going on in the car business in San Antonio? People rolling miles back on vehicles. I got inside information because I've been a director so long. These people call me where to go, what to do, what's going on here. But there's some dealers. Now, here's the old the old country boy trick. Hey, boy, I bought this car. I don't know what the miles are, but it sure looks like it's a low-mile vehicle to me. Let me tell you about it. Well, you know, it shows to have 80,000 miles, but I don't know. The truth is they went and bought a two, 300,000-mile diesel truck. They go to the junkyard. They put them a new speedometer in it. And they don't tell them what the miles were when they bought it. They knew what the miles were when they bought it. But, oh, no, let's put a new speedometer in it and claim we don't know the miles. But it's probably right. But they don't tell you that till it's time to sign the contract. They're doing it illegal because they bought it at these miles and they knew it. There was a guy outside of New Braunfels for years that did that. And what he did it. And I, so many customers would come back by my lot that was from Dallas and Fort Worth and Waco, and they'd say, that guy is a pure liar. I said, I don't know. I'm not getting involved. And I ended up selling a bunch of trucks off of that guy, getting them down here. They see my lot on the way back up, and they'd buy from me. But, you know, there's so many different ways of getting to people. And, and a lot, hey, these guys are, are work hard. And they're great salespeople. Well, they could make it the legal way. But, oh, no, they'd rather cheat, buy this vehicle with 300,000 miles, and change the speedometer out. And then there's the ones that change them out, and they'll lie about it. Oh, I don't, uh, you know, that's the right miles. Well, there's a lot of that going on, and it can always be traced. I don't understand what it takes, how these people tick. They're good. If they'll go to work, they'll get it done. I mean, it's just like a dope dealer. A dope dealer knows how to buy and sell. They can do it legal with something else. That's what I see. Thank you for tuning in to learn to buy and sell cars.com. I know I'm scattered around. I just let the Holy Spirit lead me wherever we're going, whatever I'm saying. I pray about it every day. I want to be your mentor. I want to help you. I want to be the best I can be. I hope you're learning something. I hope you're helping people. And uh, thank you, KSLR. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Byron. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everybody. I'm in the middle of a bunch of preachers. But I love the Word. I live by the Word. I want you to understand what the Word pertains to the car business, how the Word is so important in your life, in your purchasing. Who masters you, your feelings, your emotions, your desires? I hope not. 
The good, the bad, and the ugly. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's worth something. Not a whole lot sometimes, but it's worth something. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in. We'll be right back, and I'll give my mobile number out. Thank you. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing. Every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care. Two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. It's Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Tell somebody to tune in. We've got about 25, 30 minutes left of the show. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly, what I buy, what I sell. Like I said, I bought a hard body little Nissan 4x4 that had been sitting for a long time. Uh, needs a little work getting it up and going, but it'd be a neat little project, neat little truck. Four-cylinder, five-speed, four-wheel drive. Um, bought all kinds of stuff, late-model Corvettes lately. Bought cargo vans with low miles if you've got a company and you need a a 14 Chevrolet three-quarter ton with 13,000 miles. Bought one of them off of a company. Uh, bought a little mid, mid-range, high, uh, mid-range miles cargo van. Um, I just buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter what it is. Uh, we handle it, $100 car to $100,000 car. So we've got available stuff, and if it doesn't work for me, I love to give you free information what you're looking at and what you should buy. And the good, the bad, and the ugly. Some people were about to buy a vehicle. They called me for their son. I said, no, don't do it. Don't buy that kind of vehicle. I don't want to bring it up what it is right now. I said, but they don't last. They won't work for what you're wanting to do. But it's low miles. I said, yeah, but it doesn't have much life left for what they're charging you for. Be prepared. It's going to need a radiator, may need a transmission, and they have some electrical problems. So they went and researched it, found out I was right. And so now they're looking for something else, and I'm giving them a hand on that just in case I run across the right vehicle for them. My phone number, just in case you want to call me, is 830-708-4789. I'll answer the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, we were dealing on all kinds of stuff, still dealing on a couple of Ferraris, but I don't want them. That's not me. That's not what I drive. I'm driving the 03 Grand Marquis right now, and I love it. Uh, it's a cool car. It gets me good mileage. Uh, when I pull up the stop signs, the guys don't beg me for money. That's cool, too. So, you know, uh, that's one good thing. And But I do give money to the to those people. If if I When I pray, when I pull up, and uh, we may have a caller in a minute, and uh, I pray when we, I pull up if I'm supposed to uh, uh, give a... Uh, give this man or this woman money. And if the Holy Spirit leads me, I give them some money. If they don't lead me, I know that it's not the right person at the right time. So, you know, if you want to give us a call here, 210-340-9585. we got an open line. And so uh, I was talking to a good friend of mine the other day, and I mentioned it, you know, if he needed to 
if, if he had something to help in the show. You know, that's what I like about pastors. If they got a feeling or something they're going through or things that they've experienced. I've, I've worked with so many pastors, and I go to churches to teach my, my class and answer questions. And also I go to school, and I go to the schools on, on uh, teaching my class. Don't bankrupt your parents because so many people bankrupt their parents. And it's, it's you know, the parents want to help you, want to please you, want to be the best they can be. And But, you know, sometimes they, they get out of their budget and you help them. Hey, get just cheap transportation to get around in until you get you your full-time job and you can afford it. Now, if they got a lot of cash laying around, uh, do it. A lot of cash laying around. Yeah, let them pay cash for it. Now, if they want to buy whatever you want to buy, they want to buy, and it fits what you want, fine. But, hey, don't bankrupt your parents. Uh, that's the key. And I love teaching at churches. I love t- teaching to, uh, single moms and dads. And uh, Tana, is that Tana? Tana's online. Hello, Tana. This is Randy Adams. Thank you for calling. It's Tana. Tana. Hello, Tana. I have a question. We we bought a Ford Fiesta um, two years ago. It's a 2013, and we got a call, a recall uh, card on it. Get it in quick. <laughs> a clutch. It's, well, is it standard shift? No. It isn't. It might be the clutch and the transmission. Fiestas and Focuses have lots of transmission problems. And there was a recall well, on some of them, but there's a time limit. There's all kinds of limits. There's this, that, and the other. I know, and there's a bunch of paperwork. But what what I'm looking at on the paperwork, it's like, and then get reimbursed, I think. And we're, we're trying to decide whether to sell it or we haven't had any issues but you can you can kind of hear a blunt how many oh. miles on it? <laughs> uh it has about a hundred thousand miles on Ooh, it. well uh, it's outside of the recall rebuilding the transmission but if they sent you a recall they may do that but i would take it in there get it fixed and i'd probably look to getting rid of it because especially before 120,000 miles because when it hits 120,000 miles it's not going to be worth much the good news is it's going to be worth something the next two weeks because income tax checks are still coming in well we got um yeah i don't know I have I have a two oh oh five expedition with one hundred and fifty three thousand miles on it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been a it's been a good those car, are good but, units, uh, especially oh five, especially with a four six V eight. Um, we were thinking I uh, I'd like a truck. <laughs> we okay. were thinking about trying to trade these the Fiesta and my expedition. Uh, in on a truck, not a not a new one, but right. I I have miniature horses and I haul hay and horses. Right. Um, I can pull my trailer with my expedition, and I say it's been a good car, but it's it's old. Well, it's still got a little life left to it, and right now it's worth some money because of income tax checks. Well, would you advise holding on to the expedition? Well, your expedition is it XLT or Eddie Bauer? It's an Eddie Bauer. Um, it's worth right now an 05 is worth around three thousand. Is it worth three thousand to have a spare and do what you need to do and upgrade, getting rid of the Fiesta? That's my thinking. Is how I would look at that. I'd say, yeah, this thing's worth more than real money. You're gonna get three grand for it. And is it worth so, more three grand to me to have that vehicle available to oh, do something it, else? Yeah, and that's that's the what you need. Now, if you walk into a dealership and you're in a four square dealership, they're going to tell you they give you five or six thousand when they won't. They get real money. They're thinking three grand. And some dealerships have figured fifteen hundred because they have a pack, and I've explained what the pack is. The pack is the price that the owners put on every vehicle that comes through the lot, and they get a piece of that. And the salespeople don't get 
any commission off of that. But the used car manager gets paid on the money he makes wholesale. So if you take it into the, so a lot of these places, they're going to figure it at uh, $1,500. And they're going to tell you something else in a four-square system. But real money wholesale, when they take it to the auction, and they're not going to keep it, it's 2500 to three grand. But they're subject to give you fifteen hundred, two thousand, so they can make money, especially on the ones they're losing money on. Yeah. Okay. All right. But well, I, thank I, you I would so do much. the recall and then look for trading it and stepping up to a truck. And did you get my mobile number? If you have any advice on what you found, I can help you with. Write my um, mobile number and give me a call. Uh, I've helped so many what people. What is your mobile? Eight three zero. Seven zero eight four seven eight nine, and I tell you what the market value is, and what you should expect, and what you're doing, and and help you any way I can. All right, sir. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling, Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars. dot com here on KSLR. 630, the word. Give us a call. We've got open lines, 210-340-9585. And she's got the life out of that little Fiesta, which is good because they got CBT transmissions, and they're not the best. They're having a lot of issues with it. They've got recalls on it. But it's kind of funny. Ford ran out and did these recalls, and they should have extended it longer, in my opinion. But they didn't. So if you've got so many miles, they'll fix it if it's over that. And I heard where there was a case, and I think it's like seventy or 80,000 miles. I don't know. I don't remember exact. But one of them was 500 over that, and they wouldn't fix it. Oh, you passed what, you know, we can't fix it. Uh, another guy that had motor issue on a vehicle, and it was three, 400 miles past it. They wouldn't fix it. And so, and... Uh, Another time, a friend of mine had a car. In fact, this was about a month ago, and he called me, and he said, uh, I've got an issue with this car, and he said it needs to be fixed. And I said, isn't it under warranty? And he said, well, I haven't checked. I said, well, call a dealership, a local dealership, and ask them, give them the VIN and ask them how much longer. If it's under warranty, he was 12 days from losing his warranty. So he got it in there and got it fixed under warranty. You got to remember these new car dealers get paid well to fix something under warranty. Fix, they get paid well for doing recalls. And you need to get in there now. Now be prepared. They're trained, trained assassins because a lady took a good car in for a recall. It was a minor deal. She came home with a brand-new car, and her husband didn't want her to buy a brand-new car. But she got convinced this was the first of a lot of other expenses that were about to come in, and this recall paid for it. But all those other expenses was going to be you know, a lot of money, and you're better off buying a new car. She bought herself a new car. They stole her trade didn't, and found out. What they gave for it, they picked up about two grand on her trade because they convinced her nobody else would want this vehicle. The service departments now are being so trained to work on you, to scare you, to put fear in your life, put fear in your mind that you need to trade. This vehicle's not going to last longer, this, that, and the other. This lady, time she walked out of that store, they'd hammered her for everything in the world. Extended warranty, gap, this, that, and the other. And she had a paid-for car. And the the things that they were talking about, that's normal wear and tear. And, and if you take it to the right place, not much money. Her husband blew up. He called me. He was in a rage. He said, how can I back this deal up? I said, I'm sorry. She signed a contract. She was there. Now, there's lots of people that talk about you know, I got three days to take it back. Now, if it's on the contract, there's some there's some guys so desperate to sell, and they know they're in control of you. They'll promise you five days, seven days, you can bring it back and get you all your money back. And the good places will do that anyway. Bad places won't. Majority of them won't. When you sign that contract, it's yours. You better be prepared. Mentally, physically, and spiritually, because you're in a battle. You're not going to get this deal out. You got to pay. 
lady went to a place, bought a new Honda. Friend of mine, she said, Randy, you're too busy. I didn't want to talk to you. And I got this VIP card. I love being a VIP card. She said, I thought they would take care of me. They took care of her. She paid about 15000 too much for a car that she didn't intend to buy. But they sold her one. They found out what color she likes. So they sold her an ill-equipped littler car for more money because of the color. Oh, and, oh, and then another friend of mine, they, because it fit him well. It fit him just right, and it rode right, and it felt so good. They hammered him. And they're signed up contracts. I just They got to work their way out of it. When you sign that contract, it's done. There ain't no three days bring it back unless it's stated on the contract. And go through every line on the contract, every spot. Make sure that it's crossed out or there's a number on there. And find out why that number's there. Gentleman saw, signed up, $45 he didn't know about and they said that's just an extra charge for uh, insurance. He said, well, $45 out for what? And they said, well, it's just we put it on all of them, and we ensure that everything's handled proper and the paperwork's proper and it gets in your name proper. Well, that was a $45 a month pack on 72 months. How'd you like to pay 3000 to a dealer for nothing? And that's what that was, $3,000 for nothing. And I explained it to him, but he signed the contract, and they lied their way through it. And that's that happens every day. They pack payments. They put add-ons. Uh, just talked to a, a gentleman that they added 1800 This was last week, 1800 to a brand-new car. And that 1800 involved a pinstripe, which cost him maybe $15, seals, which they already waxed the car anyway, that's already done. And floor mats. Floor mats. Oh, yeah. And they sprayed Scotchgard on the interior. Well, Scotchgard car, cans, five bucks. The pinstripes, $15. They already waxed the car. I thought car mat, floor mats came with a car. What happened to taking care of a customer? Customer service went out the window years ago, I guess. Anyway, 1800 he said, Randy, I've heard your show before. I told him I wasn't going to pay it. I told him to take it off. They said, we can't take it off. He said he got up and started out the door. Time he hit the front door, the manager, the assistant manager, the closer, the everybody caught him at the door and walked him back in, and he told him what it took to do. Guess what? They're desperate. Desperate dealers do desperate things. I told you all about the story about the desperate dealer, new car dealer, sold a brand-new vehicle to a guy that had hospice. He's dying. Hospice is there. He's got, a, he's got a few weeks to live, maybe, maybe a month. My dad was on hospice for a month, and they, every night they thought he was going to die. Well, they rushed this new car and all the paperwork over there, and they signed this gentleman up on a brand-new car that was in hospice. Now, did they lie to him and tell him, oh, this is going to be insured, and if you die, some you, one of your relatives is going to inherit it, you know, and it'll be paid off? I think that's what they did. I don't know. But guess what? A credit union ended up with it at 10000 over what it should have been. So this dealer made about 15000 on a man that was at hospice. They were going to his home, hospice was, and the dealership. Imagine they were running into each other. They got him all signed up on this brand-new car. Now this credit union has a brand-new car that they can't. They can lose 20000 on at least because desperate dealers do desperate things. You know, if I was that credit union, I'd cut them people off. They knew what they were doing. And, and they've done that before at other lending institutions. They've got a bad reputation. But you remember old Johnny Cash, good news travels, bad news travels like wildfire, good news travels slow. Hey, bad news don't travel fast enough in the car business. Because if it would, about 80% of these dealerships would be closed down or somebody else owning them. 
Because bad news in the car business is the big secret. My next book, you're going to like it. I'm telling you, I'm getting down and dirty in this next book. The big secret, the little what they do to you, how they work on you, where to go, where to go see this training that they do, how to say you on your emotions, how to say you on on promises and not fill them, on that gray area of the lies, how to put you together, how to make you think, how to not get you to think about long term. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. This is today. We say you for today. We say you like there's just a few payments. Then you realize after 36 payments, I got another 36 to 48 to do. And And the shine's off. You know, in this rainy weather, how'd you like to have a brand new car and it rained for two, three days and it's all muddy and ugly and all? Do you clean it then? Or do you do like my buddy Arnie, park it way out of the way for about two months because you're scared to get a door ding on it, Bubba. I don't want nobody to hit my door ding. But you've lost that love and feeling. Now you park it with everybody else, got a few little door dings on it. But the payments still keep coming. He asked me the other day, said, what my car worth? I said, 25000 He said, oh, no, oh, 33000 on it. I said, son, it's your own darn fault. That's what my dad used to tell me. Hey, we make decisions that feel so good today. But how do they feel six months down the road and he's got a note for 72 months? And probably at 600 a month or close. And that's not counting insurance. That's not counting maintenance. We don't look at the whole picture. We wanted that excitement. We want that what masters us in our mind, in our feelings, our emotions, our desires. We want to buy that thing today and hold on to it. It looks so good, and then we notice everybody else will drive one like it. Or everybody else got a good car. But maybe they don't have the payments you got. Maybe they don't have that struggle of trying to get by. Maybe they don't have that, you know, issue of bought something I had no desire. I mean, this buddy of mine bought a Camaro and got four kids. I told him he didn't have to take the trunk off, bolt down seats facing backwards to haul all his kids at one time and his wife. So, you know, I'm here to try to open your eyes to not let your emotions, your desires, your feelings run out of control. And that, you know... That's where Second Peter 2.19, they promised them freedom. See, that's the salesperson promising you that great feeling from now on, forever. You know, let's talk about now. Let's, let's put you in a vehicle today. While themselves, their selves, are slaves of depravity. For a man is a slave to whatever masters him. What masters you? You know, I talk about inner healing uh, a little bit on this show. I talk about reconciliation to God. I talk about forgiveness because 99% of of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse, or something in their life. But you know what? Maybe we want to reward ourselves. Maybe we feel like we work hard enough. Maybe we, you know, maybe we don't care about that. But you remember I keep talking about you spend 40 hours a week at a job. They pay you for that 40 hours. You take that payment, that money, and you make a payment on a car. And that time is gone forever. Valuation of that car loses money. So you've wasted 40 hours of your life on a payment that something loses value. Yes, we need transportation. Yes, we need dealers to make money. Yes, it's a way of life. We want that freedom. But, you know, the freedom that these car dealers give us sometimes puts us in bondage with the debtors. Can you handle that? Can you afford that? Is that the way of life that you want to live? Do you look for the future where you can retire someday or have money to help your family or help somebody else or help a ministry? Do you have that money available to help others? 
or does it matter to you? Do you live in a world that your master is yourself? Hey, I can talk this way. I live that way. My addiction was due to was pride, greed, and selfishness. And I lived it. I walked it until I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But I walked those shoes. I know my master was myself. I had to have it. I rewarded myself. I'm going to tell you the truth. I, but I was in the business. How can dealers, hey, they, they're master. They're around that stuff too much. All of them are driving something. They're making payments. But they're losing that 40-hour week on a payment. And most of them are trading constantly. They're always in a new vehicle. They're always doing something else. But, see, they're rewarding themselves for those long hours at this dealership. Yes, you want to be a car salesman at a new car store? You may be looking 12-hour days. And a lot of those can't spend money on anything else because they can't get off long enough to spend the money. So they end up spending on a vehicle to look good, convince themselves, and outdo the other salespeople. Pride, greed, and keeping up with the Joneses. There's more keeping up with the Joneses at the dealerships than they're out in the world because they always want something better than the other salespeople. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. I've got another radio station on tomorrow afternoon. I'm on Facebook. You can go Randy Adams Facebook, watch me live. Uh, SoundCloud's got our previous shows on. Uh, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Free advice, go to the website, learn to buy and sell cars.com. You got anything laying around, you want to trade something, you want to sell something, give me a call. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It don't matter. I'll tell you what it's worth. Now, junk's worth junk. Good cars are worth more than ever. I bought a super nice car from Little Lady because it's brand new. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.